And we are super psyched to welcome our newest sponsor, Thunder Road Guitars. Thunder Road Guitars is the Pacific Northwest best source for premium, new, used, and vintage guitars, amplifiers, and pedals. Online or in their Seattle, that's West Seattle, or Portland stores. You'll find fantastic customer service and a terrific vibe. I know because I'm in there a lot. Grab a cup of coffee, swing on in, don't spill your coffee, and check it all out. And now if you use code TOURSTORIES10, you can get 10% off at thunderroadguitars.com. Yes, that's me playing guitar. Hello, big news from our friends over at DistroKid. They now have an app. This app works on iOS and Android, of course. And it's available in the Apple Store and Google Play Stores and all the stores where you buy apps. Go check it out. It's got a lot of cool features. You can upload new releases. You can get notified when you've earned royalties. Awesome. You can withdraw from the app via push notifications. A little dangerous for me, but rad. Anyways, go check it out. It's all at distrokid.com app. And don't forget, you can still get 30% off your DistroKid account by going to distrokid.com slash VIP slash tour stories. Have a great one. And we continue to celebrate our friends and partners over at Isotope. And we got some big news for you. The gold standard of audio repair, RX-11, is coming in May. In the meantime, you can buy RX-10 now on sale and get RX-11 absolutely free when it's released. Tour Story listeners get 10% off by using code FRET10. That's F-R-E-T-1-0. All at isotope.com. That's I-Z-O-T-O-P-E dot com. Hey, Piper. Hello. How are you doing? Pretty good. How are you doing? <laughs> I'm doing good. Happy to be here. All right. Happy to talk to you. Where are you? I'm currently at my friend's house in search of better Wi-Fi for here. All right, Boston. thanks. I appreciate yeah. that. Key to this. Yeah. Um, what city are you in or country? I'm in Boston, Massachusetts. Oh, you are? In US of A. Yes. All right. <laughs> Is that where you're from? I'm not. I hmm. recently moved here um, just in October because oh. um, Keely went to Emerson and oh. was stuck in a lease out here. So I was like, okay, I'm going to come to you and we're going to work on our music out here, I guess. <laughs> All right. What do you think of, well, where'd you move from? Los Angeles area-ish. Huh. I w- kind of was in, um, I was in Santa Cruz for two years. I just graduated from UC Santa Cruz. Oh, okay. Um, so I graduated there, spent some months with my moms outside of LA. Now I'm in Boston. <laughs> All right. Is that where you grew up in Los Angeles area? Um, yes and no. It's kind of hard to track. I've moved a lot in my life. Um, yeah. Yeah. So I was born in New Jersey. I lived in New York until I was in like third grade, then California since then. Yeah. What was it like growing up in Southern California? It was nice. It was yeah. good. I lived in Santa Barbara first when I first nice. moved to California. It was beautiful. Um, and then all around like West LA, which was great. Is that where you met Keeley? Yeah, I met Keeley in high school um, okay. in Culver City, Culver City High School, Okay, which was lovely. Yeah. I mean, lovely actually is a really strong word for high school. <laughs> <laughs> it's awful. <laughs> Back to awful. <laughs> Back to awful. I was only there for two years. I um, 
test it out really as soon as I could. I wanted to get out of there. Oh, you really? Actually. Yeah. Why? Um, just to plethora of emotions okay. <laughs> that right. were not enjoyable um and how did you and keely find each other artistically um it's a good question i think just as an extension of our friendship um we just became really quick friends and then introduced music to our friendship and right seamlessly i think and saw a lot of our friends making music and we were both like, we both do this and like this and are connected in a comfortable way to start exploring that together, which was fun. Yeah. And was, uh, is mediocre your first sort of official collaboration project with each other? Mm -hmm. Yeah. How long have you been doing it? Um, since sophomore year of high school. So that would have been like 2016. All right. 2017 maybe that's a long time for a band these yeah days. somehow um hung on to each other and kept going <laughs> well um you've made a few eps and and singles and uh i want to say congratulations on this newest ep to know you're screwed it's i love it thank you it's, it's really great it it has a um the songs individually and the entire ep has this great energy to it um, and it also has this thread that ties it together, which is the sentiment, um, to know you're screwed, which is an interesting sentiment to have for, a, a record. What is to know you're screwed mean to you? That's a good question. Um, actually I was thinking of this recently. Um, I kind of bit the name from my philosophy professor. Oh, really? We were talking, yeah. Um, it was just a discussion of free will we were having in one of our classes, and she was like, free will is just knowing when you can set your alarm, and as long as you know you're screwed, then you're you're okay. You know a lot. And I was like, oh, that, like one, that. that one resonated a little. Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> um, no, I mean, I think... I think it's a really scary time to be entering adulthood <laughs> and like graduating. And I mean, I don't know, it's, um, I think always been a gnarly, um, transition experience, but everything is scary. Everything yeah. is scary <laughs> and there's not much I could do about it except acknowledge it and right. move on, I guess. And know it. And, and know it. <laughs> and as you said, you probably know a lot. It's adaptive, I think at, at the very least. Yeah. Right. Well, um, there's another song. It's probably my favorite song on the record, largely due to the uh, particular line. It's the song, Pop Song Baby. Oh, And yeah. that line, um, now that it pays to put the boys to shame, you'll be the woman in the worst way. It's a very interesting perspective that I don't think, I think it's out there, but I just don't think, I think it's so thoughtful i don't think people have talked about it that much um can you talk a little bit about that line it's so great yeah that's i'm actually really excited um that song comes out tomorrow so <laughs> all right that's right yeah we're really getting close to that um but yeah that that is definitely the perspective we were writing from was that it was missing in the conversation i think we were like okay let's yeah but I don't know, it's like, it's this complex, like, situation of having an amazing opportunity and being amplified as, like, a femme person, and but then kind of feeling like sometimes it is just for 
the sake of having a fun person there. Like, yes, exactly. you know, yeah. <laughs> and it's like, where is the um, value? Like what value am I providing to the situation here? Is it just the, the face value, the ticket, the monetary? Yeah. The monetary gain, yeah. like gain here, the, like, I'll take it, <laughs> whatever. Right. I want to be doing this. I want to, I want whatever foot in the door I get, I'll take it. But yeah, it's, sorry. I feel like that. I'm not saying this well. It's 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 hard. <laughs> like I don't know. It's one of those um, songs where I think it is so literal. Like it says is that exactly what it means. You know, like it's hard to elaborate in that. Like here's here's my take. You know, listen to it. Listen to it again. If you miss it, then I don't think you're paying enough attention. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, it seems to me like you use the literalness, if that's a word, um, as a vehicle to deliver this this message. Again, mm -hmm. that I I think it's hard for people to talk about due to its abstraction amongst a million other things, because uh, it's it's not a happy position to be in to recognize, mm -hmm. you know. Um, and I don't want to reduce it to tokenism, but that's also like the entry to understanding that perspective. Totally. Yeah, exactly. We had a lot of fun with like the arrangement of it too, because it was just fun to um, analyze that message down to like every single thing we were doing. We're like, let's make this as cookie cutter and palatable and like, yeah. like just let's follow the formula for this, you know, like <laughs> with the very sour message, you know? Right. And so if, if that's what, keeps people listening that's kind of that adds to the irony of it yeah that's why you're such a great songwriter and to that um like you use the word baby which is a you know and you repeat it and it's great it's just like perfect pop rock songwriting <laughs> um well i'd like to play to know you're screwed is to know a lot is that cool with you that's super cool with me. All right, here we go. To know you're screwed is to know a lot. And I'm a motherfucking genius. Don't worry, babe, it's all self-taught. Could be all wrong anyway. To say you're done is to do a lot. And I'm working like a machine. I can't eat all that's on my plate. So I'll save it for the next day.
that song how do i say this out sound like a caveman i can't it just it rips that song rips. <laughs> i love it thank you it's so good i also love the arrangement on it and overall this record it's a big sounding rock record does it feel like that to you i know your last ep emotion sickness had a lot of kind of driving tunes on it too but it was a little bit thinner this one mm -hmm. is gigantic Hell yeah. does it feel that way to you i mean that was definitely our goal going yeah. into it i mean i think that was definitely our goal going into our first ep too and um we're not as successful with that and those were also songs that we were writing and playing around when we were much much younger so i think the second pass at it was a lot more fulfilling and successful in our efforts right where'd you record this record we recorded at danger bird danger bird records and um silver lake california oh. los angeles all right it was great yeah it was a good time what was that process like were you both still in boston and you came out to la and um no i was we were both still in school oh, it was okay. really actually intense <laughs> in terms of that i was um about three week three weeks away from graduating school it was in may of last year okay um so i skipped class for a week um <laughs> <laughs> almost did not graduate no. <laughs> it wasn't good <laughs> but uh it actually worked out perfectly <laughs> what am i talking about but <laughs> um it was just a couple of scheduling conflicts that made things push around but it was great yeah i just came down from santa cruz for a week and keely was home and we were got in the studio for like five days with uh joe reinhardt produced and mm. engineered and mixed the whole ep that was great did you have the tunes written before or did you write in the studio so yeah we wrote and basically recorded this ep while keely and i were still living on opposite coasts so she was in boston oh. and i was in santa cruz so during like the past like four years or three years before now that we finally live in the same city we was a lot of like really condensed writing and really condensed um, periods of recording too and so we wrote the ep in like december of 2021 when she was back for winter break over right. like two weeks and then the next time she was back in la from boston in may is when we recorded it okay and how do you split up the uh the writing and uh tracking duties do you play um, everything do you both play everything no keely plays much more than i do keely did bass and any a lot of the additional kind of like synthy key parts were all mm -hmm. keely i was guitar and vocals and our friend jake uh jake publica he's amazing came in with us and did drums oh he's um, the drummer mm -hmm. yeah great drumming on that record yeah um, it was really exciting to be able to work with him um we'd just been playing in the similar scene and had been good friends with him for years now so so, all right yeah um i'm curious about something and you may get this a lot and uh, apologies for it sounding obnoxious but <laughs> you probably get the 90s reference question a lot yeah and i'm not as interested in your influences if that's the case but more is it a 90s reference to you or is it just music i think it's a mixture like i i think it'd be ridiculous to be like no it's not a 90s reference because sure. like yeah. i think that's just 
would be ignoring the way I, we are sounding. Yeah. Um, that's not our goal is to be like, oh, we're going to bring back this sound or we're right. going to not bring it's I mean, everyone's I feel like there's a lot of 90s reference around today, I feel like. Um, but I think it's just a, an extension of what we listen to and have been listening to. And um, I, I definitely want to avoid being like copy paste. Here's they sound like like this or like yeah. they sound like this these people and I, I think it's it's fun to like be referential and be inspired by a, a era or a sound and also make it very much our own in however we can <laughs> right one of the reasons i'm curious is because i did have an experience when i was younger i was referencing an 80s band that was referencing a 50s thing and this it was one of the first times i ever recorded and the engineer guy was like Oh, you're doing a some sort of fifty shuffle thing. I was like, no, this is a. I forget what band it was. It was like an English band that was referencing fifties music, but you know, and uh, I had really had no idea that it had seeped through that way. It's like a never-ending game of like telephone. You know, like <laughs> yeah. who's inspired by who? Yeah. Who's inspired by who? It's like. Yeah, and it's interesting because it 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 really hasn't changed in the sense i mean we have access to all this information but it's the game of telephone still kind of happens the exact same way yeah exactly <laughs> uh i like all your videos i was watching them this morning thank you yeah they're fun and they <laughs> all seem very hands-on you create and direct them yeah keely and i do a lot of the work that goes into it um it's pretty much like a direct extension of us um yeah i'd say keely is um keely is a film was a film major and um, okay that is like film and music are her two like passions right and i kind of have just fallen into the film slash music video creation as an extension of mediocre through keely yeah um which has been super fun and rewarding and it's thought of equally throughout the whole process. Like the visuals are, are like constantly there. It's not like we have this finished product and are like, now let's attack the visuals. Um, it's fun. Like even in the studio, Keely's like, Oh, then this would work right. here for this video idea. A couple of our friends, um, in California, our friend Ginger Port, she's amazing DP and photographer. And she, um, films most of our stuff she has a production company with keely called bowie nicks that they um produce a lot of really beautiful things all right <laughs> and it's really fun to be able to have like these small crews and like it just be like really a, us making it <laughs> yeah it's a lot of work though we just filmed oh. the, our last music video for um the ep this weekend and holy shit was that exhausting <laughs> <laughs> i'm really excited about it though it'll be good all right when's that come out um that'll be coming out with the ep a couple days before so oh okay april all right. 4th april 7th april 7th right i don't know yeah yeah i should know the exact day here <laughs> um i have a question you don't have to answer it but and maybe i missed something but who killed keely who killed keely the force of screwness in that, in that video <laughs> um 
We don't know. We don't know. The whole video, we were just running around from some ominous uh, force. Yeah. We were like, what the entity we were, we were describing it as? Mm-hmm. We we're like the, that opening shot of like the camera kind of running through, you know? Yeah. We were imagining that being like the perspective of some just like unseen monster oh, that is yes. catching up to us slowly throughout the whole video. Okay. I was looking for some clue. I went back and looked at the video yeah. like five times. I was like, I mean, it's it? kind of just absurdism. I know. <laughs> there wasn't. There I really wasn't thought, specific. actually, in the end, I was like, oh, Pipe, Piper did this. <laughs> now I have to find a clue where she did, but I didn't find it. No. To be continued. I would never do that to Keely. Not even video. <laughs> Not even pretend. All right. Um, all right. Do you have uh, any shows planned or touring? Nothing super huge. We're just trying to gig around Boston currently. We're, you know, we're getting ready back to, together. We haven't like lived in the same city in so long. And we were both in college too. So we didn't really have much opportunity to commit to touring or gigging around. And so that's what we are currently attending to. All right. Well, um, good luck with all of that. I, I and the rest of the world want to see you guys play these songs. I do too. That's <laughs> all I want to do is play these songs. All right. <laughs> well, good luck with everything. And again, congratulations. The record comes out April 7th, 7th on Danger yes. Bird. It does. And uh, yeah, get out there and play. People will love it. We will. All right. Take it easy. Thank you so much. Good to talk too. to you. It was great. Yeah. Bye. Bye.